So, alright guys, we gotta get this one right. On three, we're gonna say welcome back to our extraordinary thoughts for our name mine. One, two, three. Welcome back to our extraordinary now before we get started with this episode don't forget to hit the subscribe button like this episode share this podcast and if you can do me a favor head on down to the review section and leave an honest review because this podcast was dedicated to helping us become a better version of ourselves. And I don't know what that version is, but I know that just like we need a little bit more money, just like we need a little bit more sleep, just like we need a little bit more of anything in life, we deserve to be a little better than what we are right now. Uh, what's going on, everybody? It's that ordinary podcast with the extraordinary thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary. I'm your host, Demetrius Thickman, also known as Meech Speaks, and welcome back to another episode of Extraordinary Thoughts for the Ordinary Mind. Now, y'all know I'm big on intros, right? And and the thing about these intros, that I, that I, I always try to do my, do my best to do the guests justice when I do the intros. But I'm going to just be 100% honest with y'all. Like, like, Hey, he funny as hell, bro. Like, like, like hey, this, hey, this man funny as hell. All right? And, 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 and I ain't about to, like, dress it up, paint a whole different. I'm pretty sure y'all have seen him. Like, if you got a phone, if you in the military, to be honest with you, if you got any type of social media platform, you have seen this man right here. And with no further ado, brother, go ahead, introduce yourself. Hey, man, you already know. It's your boy, Shane. I go by Shane Official on Instagram and uh, TikTok. You know, I do military videos, comedy, but majority I'm just a comedian. And uh, I do stand-up comedy as well. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Shane Official underscore. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, I, I, I'm not even going to lie to you, man. You funny as hell, bro. <laughs> you funny. <laughs> like, like, when I reach out to you, man, like, you know, like, usually, you know, you try to be professional when you reach out to everybody. You know, like, hey, I'm the host, creator of this podcast, X, Y, and Z. I had to just keep it 100%. You feel me? Like, I had to keep the shit. I had to keep it 100%. I was like, look, bro, look, bro, you you funny as hell, bro. Like, I, I, I was really mad <laughs> to just have you on the show, do an episode. We talk a little shit. You know, we just go from there. And, yeah. and, and, and I'm glad that you, like, you know, you reached back out for it, man. Like, I appreciate oh, that. Yeah. Most definitely, man. Like, like I said, I, I never... I never feel like I'm too big to do anything, you know what I mean? Like, it, any kind of interview, any kind of podcast, anything like that, man, any kind of exposure I can get, and I, I can also help another platform, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I always say that, um, you know, and it's a saying that a flame will never lose its flame by lighting another candle. Exactly. You feel me? I feel like it'll make the room brighter. Yeah, most definitely. Always. You know, and that's that. That was one thing I always told myself. I say, regardless of the situation, like if I get on and I can help somebody else get on, I help them. You, you, yeah. you, you, see, you see what I'm saying? Like it, it ain't gonna hurt me. No, it's not. <laughs> it's definitely not. Like, and it, it's only gonna it's only gonna show you're more of a genuine person. You know what I mean? You People gonna appreciate you more because, like, even if this person has two thousand followers, if I connect with him, that's two more thousand followers I just gained. Mm-hmm. You know. And he just gained that exposure. So we both gaining something. You know what I mean? No matter how much of a gain it is, it's the gain at the end of the day. A hundred percent. A hundred percent, man. Like a lot of people be sitting back thinking to themselves like, oh, well, if I help you get on, then, you know, next thing you know, you're going to take like, bro, like he ain't about to take your damn corner. This ain't the fucking wire. Like, like, you feel me? Like. I like you're like you're you do podcasts. I'm a comedian. We in two different fields of entertainment. <laughs> Why we not all, collaborate? 
Absolutely, absolutely, man. But what's going on, man? How is everything, bro? Uh, it's good, man. Like, uh, it's 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 been real different within yeah. the past month. You know, like everything took off like wildfire. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really just adjusting right now, kind of just getting my mind right, because like you know, I still haven't really processed everything that's been happening. It's been happening so fast. But like you know, I'm super humble about the success that I've been having. I'm just appreciative of that you know my talent is being recognized. That's really it. Uh, I will sit back and tell you, man, like, I know, I know nothing happens overnight. I know that there was a grind prior to this. Oh, yeah. It just, it just seemed like it just happened. Like, oh, Monday, I just opened my phone (laughs) and then like, I see like your video. And then next thing you know, from there on out, like, I'm seeing you every single time I open my phone, like somebody sharing it, it's showing up somewhere. And I'm sitting back like, I know the grind don't happen overnight, but God no. damn. Yeah, it, it and the, to a lot of people, it seemed like it happened overnight. Like, not, yeah. like, as far as like the content that I've been creating recently, that blew up overnight. Yes, but far as like me doing comedy in general, I've been doing comedy for two years. You know, I, I've been grinding each and every day doing comedy, and uh, I've been doing TikToks for like almost two years. You know, and I just never found. I never found you know, my niche, like, you know, because I started hopping on trends and stuff like that until I finally got to this point where I'm at now where I was like, you know, I need to make something original. I need some original content, you know, and I had 14,000 followers at the time. So like, you know, I had a little small little following, but I was like, man, I need something original, something original. And so, you know, I, how I came up with the idea for my videos is I took, two Marines that I work with and I combined them a little bit of toxic leadership on it with my personal personality with humor. And that became the Sergeant with the Skittles. So I'm thinking that's you. I, I know that. I, <laughs> no, thought, no, I no. thought that was, no, I thought that was how you was in general, bro. Like, like I was, oh, my no. best. I was like, damn, man, like, he really liked the Marines up. I mean, like, go ahead, like, you know, hey, as long as they tracking, I mean, shit. Hey, you feel it, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that is not me, though. That is not me. I'm, I'm very, I'm very chill, man. Like, and I see those questions a lot in the comments, like, yo, I hope he's not really like this. And I'm not. It's all entertainment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I try to display humor within our everyday life in the military. And also, I want to highlight that, you know, there are people out there like this. You know what I mean? And this is what it looks like. So when people look at it and they're like, yo, this is hilarious. Like, you know, it's so goofy. And I'm like, now, like, those people who are like that, now you see how you look, you know, on a, on a, on a global scale. Like, you know, so when you see somebody acting like that, you know, you, you, everybody know the video. So it's like, you Mm -hmm. act like you, you one of them. You one of them. You know what I mean? And that, that's, that's the underlying meaning is just bringing awareness to toxic leadership and trying to get people to focus more on just, you know, being positive leaders in the military, no matter which branch you're in. Bro, I love that. I love that, man. Like, you know, you know what's so crazy about that is it's just like lately, it's just been the conversation a lot. It's just about toxic leadership. You know, like we talk about mm-hmm. mental health. And then as soon as we talk about mental health within the military, we immediately switch gears and we go straight into toxic leadership. And I'm sitting back like, dog, like toxic leadership. That's not like some shit that just popped up overnight, bro. Like, that's no, not, like, like this, this has been a thing. It's a, it's a trend. It's a cycle because you have those people who experience toxic leadership. And once they get into those leadership um, roles, 
they think, okay, this is how it was done to me, so mm-hmm. this is how I'm going to do it to you. And that is the most ridiculous mindset that you can ever fucking have. That 100%. makes no sense. If you didn't like it, what makes you think the person behind you is going to like it? And just because that's the way they were leading doesn't mean it was effective. You know, everybody can be a leader because of anybody can be a leader. You can lead people to do the good and bad. So anybody can be a leader. But are you an effective leader? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You want to focus more on being an effective leader. You don't want to lead with, oh, my rank is this. So this is how I'm going to go across. It's like, nah, I understand what needs to get done. And I understand what I need to do to take care of you. And I need to be able to connect to you on a personal level because we are humans before we're military personnel, Marines, Army, sailors, whatever. You know, we're human beings first. So I need mm-hmm. to understand that, you know, who you are, your background, and just what what makes you click, you know? Right. Because what I may say to one Marine may not connect with another Marine, you know? He probably grew up in a rough environment, and, you know, he takes certain things to disrespect, and he shut down. And somebody mm-hmm. else might be like, you know, I like that. You know, I like to be, you know, corrected on the spot. And, like, you know, somebody just telling me straight up, like, I'm, I'm fucked up, I'm wrong. You know, but you as a leader, you have to understand that. You have to understand how you connect with people differently. If you try to lead the same way with everybody, you're never going to be an effective leader. Bro, I feel that, man. You know, and I feel like, you know, and I was just talking about this earlier. I was like, you know, the thing about leadership is that you got to have patience. Yep. You know, like like a lot of times I feel like we look at, we look at like junior Marines or just people in general and our expectation of them is of what we will have of ourselves now. Yep. Not, not of us as a junior marine no nope. you see what i'm saying not us in their shoes you feel me like yeah. i can't look at somebody and be like oh yeah yeah i wouldn't do that no 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 psc me definitely would have did that shit yes I, exactly I did that shit like or even when it comes to running the job it's like you know the job at this point you've been in a certain amount of time and now you're looking at them like like how are you messing this up like why are you doing like why don't y'all get it you don't know bro i'm Teach here them teach them like like buddy looking at you like bro i just got here yesterday bro like you know what i mean like, i don't even know i don't even know what your rank is like you know you trying to tell me like how to do this like i'm messing up the job i thought i was doing it right you know you, you never know me? like and you never know that somebody could have taught them the wrong thing you know mm-hmm. and that's the thing we don't take time to teach people behind us and learn and, and be able to recognize how people learn you know because everybody, you're not going to learn how I learn, and I'm not going to learn how you are. You know, I, I may be somebody who can visually learn. You may be somebody who I need. You got to show me text, like, you know, black and white. What does it say that I need to do in this job area, whatever section it is? And I can follow that. You know, I can follow a step by step. Me, I read that, and I'm like, yeah, so how we do this? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, it don't click. But you have to understand that. You have to recognize that. But as leaders, I don't think nobody takes the time out of their busy schedule, busy, busy schedule or busy day to really understand the Marines that work for them. And you have to find that happy medium to take time to understand that because you may be busy, you might have stuff going on, but the more time you take out to understand who's working for you and how to relate to them, and it will make you so much more effective and the mission will be so much effective. Uh, I agree, man. I agree. I think like that and I think what's just been killing me. You know, and it's not necessarily it's been killing me, but I get this a lot. And it's the, damn, I wish I would have had Marines like you when I was coming in. Or I wish I had, like, NCOs like you, staff and Yeah. Like you. And I sit back and I tell them, I was like, well, you did. You did have Marines like me, but you called them shit back. Yep. You know, you, 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 you page 11. No, you gave them 6105s. Yeah. You know? 
And just like when people, just like when people, nah, you, but like when people tell me, I like, oh, I wish I had a, I wish my sergeant was as cool as you, or my sergeant was like you. I'm like, there, the only difference between me and your sergeant is that I take time to understand that I'm a human being and you're a human being and I know how to be effective. That's the only difference between us. We both hold the same rank. We're both human beings. The same way I can lead to being effective in my own way, he can do the same thing. He just chooses not to. 100%, man. 100%, man. I, one thing that I would love to know, man, is just like the very beginning, like, you know, just just how you started, you know, your story in general. Yeah, so I grew up in a small town in South Carolina called Hemingway. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was there for a while. So I, wrote, I was raised single parent. Um, I met my dad around the age of 17, and I went to live with him. I was in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, I graduated from Gastonia High School um, right outside of Charlotte. It was called not, – well, not Gastonia High School, but it was, a, it was in Gastonia County. It was called Bessemer City. And then right out of there, I went into the military. Um, I went into the Marines. I graduated June. I went September 8th, which my six-year mark is coming up in like two weeks. But um, I went overseas to Japan, and it's crazy because people don't know that dancing was my passion before anything. I used to dance. I used to eat, sleep, dance. So when I first went to Japan, that's all I did. So, like, I was a little celebrity on base when I was in Japan. You know what I mean? Like, everybody knew me. For dance, like, because I would go to the clubs and I would dance every night, but people didn't understand that dance was my way that I was coping with my stress because I was dealing with a lot of things internally. You know what I mean? Because I had my own my own demons I was battling. And then, you know, it got to a point where, like, you know, I ran into toxic leadership, right? Had a command, you know, higher leadership that would just beat down on us every day. Every day we were fucked up, we're wrong. We, we, we just do, we can't do nothing right. When we do something right, it's not like, hey, man, I appreciate you guys for, like, getting the mission done. It's that's your job. That's what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? Bruh. I'm tracking. Because oh, I'm tracking. And I hate when people say that because it's like I could come to work every day and fuck this up and I'm going to still get paid. So don't say this is what I'm supposed to do because I can come here and not do this right. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I ended up getting a 6105. Uh, early in my career, Lance Corporal, man, got 6105. Because um, one of my friends was underage drinking, and um, the thing that Sergeant Major said was, you know, you knew he was underage drinking. You wasn't there, but you knew about it. So, you know, I got charged with 6105. Yeah, crazy. Crazy, bro. He's like, you weren't there. You knew. So, 6105. Cool. Right? A few months later, this video while I was dancing on the table in McDonald's in Hiroshima, Japan, right? <laughs> Crazy stuff, right? My boy bet me $20 and was like, yo, like, now bitch, I'm gonna get up there and dance on that table. So I was like, okay. So I asked the Japanese workers in the, in the uh, McDonald's, like, yo, can I do this? And they was like, no, that's your boo. Like, you know, you're good. So I recorded on Snapchat and the video starts going around because everybody knew me for dancing. So when they saw the video, they're sharing it like, yo, this is fire. Like, this is dope, you know? And my command got a whiff of it and was like, we're going to charge him. Mind you, this is a few months after my first 6105. Yeah, so you already on it. I get another 6105 for disorderly conduct, which in 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 the book that for those of you who are civilians who don't understand this, we have a book that tells us these stuff, these articles and stuff that you violate and stuff that you get charged for. Under that section, it said, it says something about being intoxicated or under the influence. 
I was sober. But I got charged with something under that category. Oh, you know, Article 134. Yes. And they were like, they were like, well, it, you weren't drunk, but it's, it's kind of like disorderly conduct. Kind of like. Discredit to the Marine Corps. I, you know, and I'm like, okay, cool. Right. Boom. Took my six, second 6105. And I'm like, you know, mentally I'm just going through it because I'm like, you know, my command is like, they on me. And like, and this how toxic they were. They had us in the barracks where we couldn't even have our own personal stuff out during field day. If your TV could fit in your wall locker, it went in your wall locker. Uh, you couldn't have your personal linen. You had to get the barracks linen and you had to fold the sheets and stuff like it was boot camp. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and you post on social media, they would stalk your social media, man. I went on leave, took a picture at home. They zoomed in, screenshot it, came back from leave. They were like, oh, you didn't shave on leave. Sign this negative counsel. What? That's how toxic they were. What? Yes, that's how toxic they were. Oh, man, I'd have been dying. I'd have been dying. I was so defeated, and this is what people don't understand. Like, everybody saw me on bases, you know, I, you know, and still I was dancing. I was doing my job every day, still working hard and doing what I needed to do. And everybody saw me as, you know, a chill dude that really kept to myself majority of the time. And like, I was funny then, you know, and mm-hmm. deep down inside, it was eating me up. You know what I mean? Because I didn't show it that it was bothering me really bad all the time. But like deep down inside, it was eating me alive, man. And it got to the point where September of 2017, man, I attempted suicide. It got so bad to like, yeah, man, it, it was bad, man. Like, I I was in I remember that night, man. I was in the club and um we were in there having fun. I was with my homie uh Be- my homie Bell, Rose, Hines, uh England, and like we we're having a good time, you know. Um and the other homie Youngblood, that was really his last name, Youngblood. And mm-hmm. um, I'm try- I know. He uh they came to me and was like, yo, you good? Like, you're not your normal self. You know what I mean? And I didn't even realize I would be myself. But in reality, I'm always up dancing. But that night, I'm chilling. Everybody's drinking. I'm not even drinking. And I didn't even realize, like, you know, I wouldn't be myself. To me, I thought, like, uh, night just ain't my night. So we went back from the club to the smoke pit. You know, you know how the after party goes to the smoke pit after the club mm-hmm. and base. So everybody's, you know, turning up, going in, doing stuff, this and that. And I'm just like, mm, uh... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, I'm going to my room, bro. Like I ain't, I ain't feeling it tonight. And you know, everybody's looking at me like, cause you know, like you, you the yeah. man. Like you know, like what's wrong with you? All right, cool. You know, nobody thought nothing of it. And then I went to my room, and then I just like found myself in this moment, bro, where I was like trying to go to sleep, but I was just so like my like my anxiety was super high. Mm-hmm. My adrenaline was pumping, and I just, I just, I did not, I just. It was a feeling like no other. And like, mm-hmm. it felt like I stepped outside of my body and I was watching myself. And I just see myself on the edge of my bed, like crying. And I'm like, so confused, like what's going on? Not knowing, like mentally, I had so much stuff balled up in my mind that everything came to fruition at one time mm-hmm. and I broke mentally. And in that moment, I attempted to take my life. And to this day, like, like that moment replaced in my head, you know, because I had leadership that 
beat down on me each and every day, every single day to get me to that point. And even, even after the fact, when I was leaving Japan because of that, they look happy, you know? Like, oh, we're rid of him. We're, we're done. Like, we can wipe our hands with him. Like, you know, our problem child, like, you know, he's gone, you know? And I just don't understand that. Like, that was just, and me, I was somebody who never understood suicide and, like, how people could get to that point. But when I got in that moment, like, I had people who I could depend on and I could talk to. But, like, in that moment, it just felt like I had nobody. That's how much you break down mentally and you just get placed in a box, you know? And you just can't see anything else but your problems that's right in front of you. And, um, yeah, man, I left Japan, went to California. Went to California and... Um, I had good leadership, you know, I ended up getting promoted to corporal, um, got into that, and then boom, that leadership leaves, I get new leadership, right back to the same toxic leadership. Now, got another set of leaders who beat down on me again, right? Uh Because they want to do things a certain way, they want to be a certain way, they want to do stuff outside of the book. And they holding me to a standard. It's like, we're going to do all this sketchy stuff. We're going to hold you to a, the highest of the highest standard. And I'm like, that ain't, like, what kind of sense that make? You know, like, I come mm-hmm. here, I do my job every day. But you're just trying to nitpick every little thing I do. And you're trying to talk to me any kind of way. And I'm not going for that. Because I just came from that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going for that. Because, like, overseas, I can say, yeah, I, I did things that, like, and that's one thing. If you have toxic leaders that you feel are out to get you, you can't give them any ammunition to prove their yeah. their idea right. So here, I'm in California now. I'm not doing anything to give you no ammo for you to try to burn me or ruin my career because I know it, your, how you feel about me personally. 100% staying out the way. So I'm I'm dealing with whatever I can, right, going through the motions, right? Like, you know, I'm in a deep depression again. And I'm just, you know, like, whatever, you know? I'll get through this. I'm going to leave this duty station one day. You know, towards um, time for me to get promoted to sergeant last year, I had to score for sergeant for promotion in July. I got non-rec for the lack of leadership, and I was the lowest rank in my shop. I had no junior Marines. I had nobody under me, and I got non-recommended for promotions to sergeant because I had lack of leadership and maturity. What are your evidence supporting that? Who are you supposed to be leading? I don't know. Maybe Cash. (laughs) I tried to fight that. And didn't want to do nothing about it, right? So sweep that under the rug. They now wrecked me for a month. And they promote this other guy that was the same rank as me. He's like 30 pounds overweight. But they promote him me for promotion because I wasn't ready to be a sergeant. I wasn't fit to be a sergeant. Mind you, I'm a Lance Corporal Black Belt, well, Corporal Black Belt, high PFT, 300 CFT, expert rifle, I think expert pistol at the time. You know, on paper, that Marine needs to get promoted. You solid. Nah, he, he ain't got leadership and uh, no maturity. Yeah, 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 that's what we're going to put down. Then when I did request mass to like my unit, my command, they were like, okay, let's see his record jacket and see if he has a track record of like, you know, negative paperwork. Nothing. They tried to backdate stuff, like 
type up counseling and put a date for it and say, oh, on this day, we counseled him on this, but my signature wasn't on it. And then they said, Marie wasn't present to sign. How are you two present? And I wasn't present. We all work together. You feel me? I'm here every day. I haven't been on leave. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't present to sign. Mind you, one of the counselors they did that they said I wasn't present to sign, we were all on quarantine because one of them, two of them had caught COVID. So everybody was at home on quarantine. So how can you two sign a counseling and we're at our homes quarantined during this time? You see how wild this is, right? he's like this doesn't make any sense you know i'm not i'm not gonna non-wreck him i'm like exactly so he threw the non-wreck out right then they come back try to non-wreck me again so i won't get promoted i come up i'm on my way to work right i got like 20 minutes time to get to work where i'm at halfway to work like i'm obviously gonna get to work on time right i'm like my my wife at the time calls me and she's like Hey, can you go back and get these boxes for my mom there at the house so you can mail them out because you work at the post office? I'm like, cool. So I text my sergeant, like, hey, yo, I'm going to run back to my house and grab these boxes. I might be a few minutes late. You know, and she's like, okay, good to go. But turn around, go grab the boxes, come to the post office. And she's like, why are you late? I was like, I told you I had to go. She's like, yeah, but you're, you were five minutes late. And I got to give you a negative counseling. But I told you, you mm-hmm. said good to go. Like, you good. Well, what? Give me a negative counseling. I, I run it back up to command again. And she's like, well, I had to counsel him because he was late. And the command is like, he was five minutes late for one. Like, what, what, like you know what I mean? Two. Yeah. They, mind you, they charged me UA. This is what they, this is what they counsel me on, being UA. When you knew where I was, but I'm UA. So I ended up getting non-rec for a month. And that month I got non-recommended for promotion. My score closed out for like seven months straight. And I had to wait until March this year to get promoted. And I had orders to go overseas to Japan, but they got canceled because I had to pick up Sergeant to extend mm-hmm. for a year to go over there. So it, it, it messed up a lot of things. Mind you, now, you know, Coming into the end of last year, you know, we, we had a dream. I had a dream Marine at this point, you know, Brandon Marine from the schoolhouse. What they start doing, beating down on her, right? Like, stressing her out, you know what I mean? And they literally tried to, like, they, they, NJ Peter, right? But I went and spoke on her behalf. She kept her rank, she kept her pay, she only had restrictions, you know what I mean? Because I went and I spoke on her behalf because, like, I understood what she was going through. And like, now it's November. I'm getting ready to PCS. I'm getting ready to leave. So I'm on PCS leave. I'm getting ready to head out. Uh, my orders have been changed. I'm coming to Camp June. And then I get a call from her. And she's like, you know, hey, hey, Corporal, like, you know, I'm stressed out. And got a lot going on. And, like, you know, I feel like, you know, like, people are out to get me and stuff. And, like, you know. And I just, like, you know, like, Without getting into the story into full detail, it's just she's not taking the life. Yeah, she's not taking the uh, life. Same command. 
and that 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 threw me into the deepest of the deepest depression, man. I just couldn't understand it. I just couldn't understand like people that just think like that. You know what I mean? And I ended up going through so much. I started to bump heads with my wife, you know, and we weren't seeing eye to eye because I was going through so much. My level of tolerance and frustration was just there, you know. And so I ended up leaving my man. I ended up, you know, separate from my wife, you know, getting the year as soon as I got to Lagoon, separated from my wife and, you know, walked away from the entire marriage. And then I went through those emotions of, you know, marriage being over, having a kid on the way. and. I had to get over that, you know, and I had to find that place of mental peace and get to where I needed to be because, you know, I had people that cared about me. You know, I had mentors like, you know, like, like Gunny Foster, uh, Staff Sergeant Greggs and Gunny Greggs and Staff Sergeant Hall. Like they, they were like those people and like a few more people, like, you know, they, they were my mentors that just kept me sane, you know, because, and this, and this is what I say, like, any given day before I blew up this past month could have been my last day because I was going through so much every day and people didn't realize it and I was falling apart. So what I did was I dedicated myself to create content that brings light to toxic leaders in the Marine Corps and display how they act while bringing humor to some of the stuff that we do that is stupid, like as Dream Marines, but showing how things escalate and how people approach it, you know? Uh, I I I want to say a couple of things. One, um, thank you for staying with us. You know what I mean? Like I always, uh, I had a conversation with somebody a while back when we talked about suicide, and it's what a lot of people don't know is that suicide is it's the last thing that we could finally do for ourselves. Yeah, it's like, and I and I and I told him I was like, you would never understand what somebody's going through when they finally get to that point. If you make it to that point, like you have extinguished all of your resources, like everything. Yeah. And the only thing that you want is peace. Yeah. That's it. You know, so for you to find, you know, for you to choose to stay with us, you know, I thank you for that. Yeah. Um the second thing, man, it's just it's just crazy how people like, you know, what people see versus what you're going through. That always like that Everybody always sees you, you know, they see you, you know, you yeah, like, you the life of the party, whole time you got stuff going on. Yeah, and that's the thing, like, as somebody who's the person that keeps everybody laughing and you're the, you're the hype and you're the entertainment for your group of friends or people, you, you, you can't have problems. You can't go mm -hmm. through stuff, you know what I mean? And that, that, that's just the reality of it, because nobody wants to hear it, because they're like, yeah. Like, bro, like, you know, you you always happy, bro. Like, there's no way, bro. It's not that big of a deal, bro. Like, you know, like, don't, mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. I have friends that would listen to me, but you think that in your mind as the person that keeps everybody else happy and laughing, like, I can't put my problems on them, you know? Because, mm -hmm. you know, they they find happiness through me. I tell them I'm falling apart. Then, you know, who's going who's gonna to keep everybody afloat? You know, keep the keep the happiness. And, and one thing about people who deal with depression, they're, they're the most... They're the people that display happiness the most because they know how it feels to be so down and depressed. They never want to see the people like that around them ever feel that. 100%, man. Like, you know, and it's so crazy because you look at people like, you know, Robin Williams, you know, Richard Pryor. Like, they they talk, they vocalize the depression. They talked about it. 
Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of people just didn't see it. You know, they didn't understand. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, like, you know, he's just talking about it. Like, no, like, he's talking about it. Like, he's telling yeah. you, like, like. He's telling you straight up, like, what he what he know personally. Uh-huh. And and that's why, like, me, I'm big on mental health, man. And, like, just finding your mental peace and not allowing people within your circle, your environment, to serve your mental peace. Just not doing it. And, like, I am, man. No, 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 go ahead, say it, say it. Nah, nah, it's like, <laughs> it's like. I'm so deep, bro, like, I didn't think I didn't think we to get this deep on this episode. Nah, because, and, and this is why I re-enlisted, right? Because yeah. I wanted to be what I needed when I was a dream Marine, you know? I wanted to be what I needed, you know? And, you know, I can't stay in the Marine Corps forever because, you know, I plan to ch- travel and do my own things in life, so I'm getting out the Marine Corps next year, uh, December. But, I wanted to at least be the rank that I felt failed me the most, and that was the rank of sergeant. And I wanted to get in that position, and I wanted to do it different because I felt like that was the rank that failed me the most that I needed. The ranks that did me the worst were, the, were higher than that, but the rank that I needed that should have had my back as a junior Marine, which is the backbone of the Marine Corps, the protector between junior enlisted and senior enlisted is a sergeant, and I didn't have that. You know, I'm so crazy about that, man. And and to be honest with you, you're probably the second person that's ever said it. You know, like you wanted to be the rank that you needed the most. And, you know, we you you hear the veteran community, you know, when they talk about, you know, when they always have this bad taste in the, about the military, first thing out mm-hmm. their mouth is toxic leadership. I had toxic leadership. My leadership fucked me over. And, you know, once again, toxic leadership has been in the military since the dawn of the military. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because w- w- you're going to have, you got the, the immaturity getting mm-hmm. forced into leadership positions. Like the, man, the the most the person had a job experience before coming into military, he was a cashier at Kroger. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So he get thrusted into these roles and he just going with what works for him, learning mm-hmm. from everybody. He eventually either becomes good or he becomes bad, but nobody checks him. Nope. And the one thing that stood out the most, man, and this is the thing that I appreciate the most of you saying, is because I chose to stay in because I, I would become the rank that I needed the most. And a lot of people that experience toxic leadership, they end up getting out. Yep. And when you and what people don't understand is that when you get out, they can't do it to you no more. So guess what they about to do it to? To somebody else. And somebody now, else. And now you just open the door for more toxic leaders or people to get promoted because they they're, they're the toxic leaders aren't the hard chargers you know you are you the, the person with the positive mindset to help people so when you get out they have no competition mm. somebody has to somebody has to get pinned on you know somebody has to take that that rank when you know people are retiring so they're going to keep promoting and keep moving up the food chain you have to weed them out you have to get them out early and you have to recognize it. And you have to check in on the spot. I love that right there, man. I didn't, I never even thought about it like that. I never even thought about it. I always look at it in the idea of, you know, you allowing this toxic leadership to go unchecked. I didn't even put two and two together that when the tier, when the top performers get out, that just like that, that allows them to continue to keep moving up because they have no competition. They have no competition. It's like, that's, you know, no wonder you can say fat and not get on BCP. You ain't got nobody else to compete against. Exactly. Exactly. You took the you you it's a, it was a two man race and you took one out. Who's gonna win? 
He gonna win regardless. You know, you, you, you. Exactly. You know, and, and, and that's definitely like a message that I hope just echoes throughout this episode. It's just stop making it so easy for toxic leadership to get promoted. Stop, bro. And just, and just check them, bro. Like, don't be afraid to open your mouth and tell somebody they're a toxic leader. I don't care what their rank is. I don't care who they are. You let people know at the end of the day, there's nothing that the military is designed on that I will lose my career for telling you that what you're doing is not right as a leader and it's very toxic and you're ruining people's careers. Dog, I had a conversation with somebody about that because I, 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 I had to tell them, I was like, look, I was like, there ain't no way in hell that I'm going to allow that shit to happen. Like, it, if it happened to me, it's not about to happen to you. I'm going to say something. You, you, yeah. you see what I'm saying? I'm saying something. Yeah. And somebody was like, you know, that's so unfair to have them, you know, to ask them to do that. I said, what? I was like, let me get this straight real quick. It's unfair for me to tell them to tell them to tell them to stop doing that shit. To report that? No. We should just all just allow it to continue to keep fucking happening. And that and that's the bystander effect, man, that just happens so much where people see it and they don't want to say nothing to that person because they may like them or they don't want to ruin their careers, but they're ruining other people's careers. You're yes. not ruining his you're not you're not ruining his career. That's not the state the correct statement. You're holding his ass accountable just like he's trying to hold him accountable. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You got to hold him accountable. Because if it was happening to you, you will hope for somebody to do that for you. Exactly. And that's just the biggest thing. Like, I, I'm, I'm fighting for what I feel as though I deserve and work hard for. And everybody's turning a blind eye. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nobody sees all the good I do. I can do all this good stuff all year long. But that one thing I do... Now I'm a horrible Marine. You know, I'm not because, you know, we, we tend to look at mili- like each other as Marines, sailors, airmen, you know, soldiers. <clears throat> it's human before I'm in his uniform. A hundred percent. Before I put this uniform on, I'm a human being. When, when I'm in this uniform, I'm a human being. So, you know, you know, what's, you know, it's human nature. Mistakes. Humans oh. makes mistakes. Yes. Yes, and we like, do. You not, don't get me wrong, some people go out of their way to do some wild stuff, you know, that they should be held accountable for. But if someone genuinely makes a mistake and they don't have a track record, and, and this this when it comes into play, you knowing you're a Marine. If you took time out to know that Marine, you would know that Marine was not that, that's not him. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time, or he just had bad judgment on the, on the wrong situation. He got beside himself just a little bit, and you need to reel him back in. But you don't know, you don't. You don't know that Marine, so you don't even know. Only thing you know is what's on this paperwork. Like, how many mm-hmm. leaders can say they know they're Marine? How many higher ranking can say, I know when this paper, when this paperwork come up, I don't have to look at this paper to say this Marine should be promoted? Mm-hmm. If I got to sit down and read all your accomplishments and read what you've been doing, I'm doing something wrong. I ain't been in your life. I ain't been engaged. I ain't been paying attention. Mm-hmm. Because you can see on paper that I did all these accomplishments, but out there in the workspace, I'm a horrible Marine. I mm-hmm. treat people bad. I talk to people all disrespectful, but on paper, I look good. Promotion. Now you, you it's the cycle continues. Mm-hmm. And, and that's you all. Now you go Oh, ahead. no, go ahead. Now I'm going to say it all, it, it all goes back to everything goes back to knowing your Marine. Everything goes back to that. Everything. Uh, and you see it, man. Like, not as, man, when you bring that up, like, you see it. 
Uh, yeah, they look good on paper, but you know he a piece of shit. Yes. You know like, that. As a, and like I said, we're human before we're military personnel. You know as a person, he's a fucked up individual. And the moment he gets some rank behind his mentality, he's going to act on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's just, just how we create, create you know, this, this cycle that just doesn't end. You know what I mean? We have to break the cycle. We have to break the cycle. And that's all it is. People say, oh, this is how, the, this is how it's always been. That doesn't mean it still needs to be like this. Like, you know what I mean? That's like saying, like, you know, I've always been cheated on. So the next person should cheat on me, too. You know what I mean? You don't want that for yourself in the future. <laughs> so, why, so why would you have that mentality towards something else? Like, oh, you know, I've always gotten beat up, you know? So I, so the next fight I so get in, I, I, I expect to get beat up, you know? Like, no. You have to break the cycle. What you do? After you get beat up a few times, you're going to learn how to fight. So the next time you win the fight. You know what I mean? Like you just you get better. It, it, it's just is as an organization, the Marine Corps as an organization is a great organization. There are individuals within the organization that make people either want to get out or not join. You know, you know and I love that. Cause regardless, it's human. Yeah. Anything that got human involved, you can expect some error to occur. Yes, human error does. We all humans. We all make mistakes, but some people are just fucked up. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And you know, moving, switching gears, I really want to just say that um, the difference between having your professional and your personal and professional life, I really want to just eliminate this stigma that your professional and your personal life are two separate entities. They are, they are two points on the same line. That yeah. if one is fucked up, the other. The, uh, one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't be having problems at home with with your significant other or like you know family issues and then go to work and be a stellar Marine. That's not possible. And that's why it goes back to knowing your Marines and know what's going on in their personal life. Because maybe this Marine is acting out because he's going through something outside of this job that you don't know about. He probably could have lost a family member and he's so frustrated and hurt behind it. He come into work. He just want to put that frustration out on other people. So the first person that say something to him, he snapped and he say, he cursed him out and say this and now you're charging him, taking his ring when in reality... All you had to do was talk to him. You understand that he lost a family member and you could have sat that Marine down and talked to him and been there for him and could have been moving forward and he could have progressed with his career. A hundred percent, man. I remember, I remember, I I think I was a corporal when it happened and we was all getting our ass chewed and it was about some, it was, I forget the situation, but the Marine was having issues back at home and he Mm -hmm. lashed out at one of the sergeants. And I remember him saying, he was like, your personal and your professional life are two separate things. And I remember him saying that, and I was saying to myself, like, his family life is horrible. Yeah. I looked at the start, I was like, his family life is horrible. Nobody cared. Nobody cared when he wanted somebody to care. So now nobody cared about me. I ain't gonna care about you. That's how it be, bro. Like, no, ain't nobody ever did this for me. I ain't gonna do that for you. Get out. If you, if, if you, once you feel like, you don't, you're not of service to anybody else, then you need to get out. If everything you do when you once you become get into a leadership position and you're no longer doing things to benefit the people behind you and it's all about your career mm-hmm. and what you need to do to succeed, you need to get out and go find you a job that's an individual sport. Because 100%. as the military, we are organization. Mm-hmm. All unit leadership starts from the top, goes down to the bottom. You yes. know what I mean? That's how I just, you know. And like I, I can't change the entire Marine Corps, and I've always told myself that. 
or I can't change the whole world military perspective, but I can bring awareness by using comedy. And now everybody watches it and everybody sees it. So when they see it in person, you're one of those. We we gotta get him we we gotta get him up out of here. He gotta go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, hey, brother. Uh, it's it's been nice serving with you, but it's time for you to pack the fuck up. You gotta get the you fuck up. You know <laughs> You gotta pack the fuck up. You know what I mean? Look, look, great. Hey, look, you're a great marine. Look, man. But we feel as though you you would be great on the outside. You know? <laughs> you, know? you gotta get the fuck up. Yeah, you you gotta go. In order to retain more people in the military, you got to get rid of toxic leadership. You may think, oh, we getting rid of this person and he holds this billet. You get rid of him, you probably just retain 10 more Marines. You don't even know that. Hey, Shane. Hey, 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 I'm just be 100% with you. This is, this is a good episode. Yeah, man, I just, and, and it's... This is and, a good episode. And it's just how I think, man, and I, like, you know, I can't, you know... I, I can't go around and speak to everyone at one time and try to like, kind of like, you know, make people understand. So I made sure I put myself in a position to have a platform and to be able to come on in another platform and be able to speak, you know, and get people to understand like a different perspective, you know, like I said, just knowing your Marines, dog, holding people accountable by all means, but just just stop just jumping to paperwork immediately like you know like that, that stuff like just understand like as a leader your job is not always to be you know like rule with an iron fist you know you're supposed to bring the people together and have a productive workflow you know what i mean if you're always giving out negative paperwork What's what's the mission like? Well, what what's the workday progress look like? You know what I mean? Because now you just you just throwing out all this negative paperwork, and now what happens? Morale down. You could have handled that situation totally different, or how you conduct yourself as a leader, you could do it differently. But the morale is at an all time low, and you're trying to figure out why ain't nobody want to do the job right, or why ain't nobody want to work, or why everybody always at medical and nobody want to go to PT. And everybody, you know, everybody got excuses for not doing what they're like, what you need them to do, because they don't respect you as a leader or a person. Mm-hmm. And people always say the same, like, you don't gotta respect me, but you can respect my rank. Yeah, okay, okay. You, you, I'm gonna let, hey, hold that till I get back. <laughs> Cause mm-hmm. like that, that, it doesn't work like that because have that mindset. You don't have to respect me as a person, but you're gonna respect my rank. You're, you're already failing. Now you mm-hmm. failed as a leader and you trying to you trying to hold your chevrons up for, for 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 blocking skills and shit and trying to like, you know, like I'm on my last limb. This is the last thing I can fall back on because I'm failing as a leader. My rank. Look at my rank. You've already recognized you've already recognized that they don't respect you. And you know that they don't respect you. Because you're 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 a toxic leader. You you're not a you're not an effective leader at all. And they don't respect that. They don't. You know what I mean? Not everybody in the world is going to like you, but when your whole tire, like, when a collective bunch of Marines just don't leave, something's wrong. They said one person said it's a lie, everybody said it might be true. You know what I mean? hundred <laughs> percent. Like, that's me. It's common denominator, you know? You know, and you know it's so crazy that you'll see, you see a lot of toxic leadership, and they don't even realize that they hold shot people. No. Or, or they wouldn't even care. 
You know why? Because they're getting yeah. promoted because good people, effective Marines or soldiers or sailors are getting out. Mm-hmm. So they're constantly getting promoted. So they, they think they're doing the right thing. You know? I had a I had a I had a Marine tell me, uh, hey, sorry, I'm an asshole. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. What? 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 Like what kind of that shit ain't what? That ain't what you supposed to say. Sometimes so sometimes I'm an effective leader, sometimes I'm not. You obviously see what you doing does you just told me what you do doesn't work all the time. Hey, hey, look, man, I'm terrible at this leadership thing. Sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. I'm just here. You you just winging it. You just I'm you just, just out here it. trying to hold on, boy, till you make it to twenty. You know what I mean? Like I hope I don't gotta hold another billet. You know, like I'm just trying to make it. You know, and on the way there, I'm just you know pushing people off the bus. You know, ruining mm-hmm. careers. Like, nah, bro, that's just wild. But right. yeah, man. Right. You know what? Like, as we come to a close to this episode, I I really wanted to just take a moment real quick and just say once again, just thank you. No problem. Like, not only just for the opportunity, but just for the information. Let me phrase that: the gems that you dropped throughout this episode. Because I don't know who else came for it. Like, whoever else is listening to this episode right now, you feel me? I'm pretty sure you saw his name and you thought that you was about to laugh, but you wouldn't have got educated about toxic leadership. Yes. And I love it. I love yeah. it. And that, that that's how, and that's what it is, bro. It's like, people don't think, you know, like, it's like a wolf in sheep clothing. You know what I mean? I walk around this funny guy, I'm doing these jokes. And people think like, oh, like he's he's funny as a comedian, you know, but what does he know about military? You know, like does he really know, you know, he's a sergeant, but like, you know, I, I know a lot, you know. And when and like when I hear people be like, Oh, I don't I don't like I don't like your videos. You're one of those guys. You're one of those guys. Hey, look, he's one of them. Let's get hey, let's go ahead and get him to pack it the fuck up. It's time for him to go. <laughs> like that's really what it is, bro. Like Lily, this, 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 this gunny, bro, this gunny, Lily told me as I'm talking to all of his Marines in a group who came up to me to talk to me. And they were like, gunny, the sergeant with the Skittles is here. He goes, he wouldn't like me. And I was like, oh, you're, you're, you're that guy, pal. You're that guy. You're that guy. So that's what I always say. Like, watch the people who, not everybody who don't like my videos is like that, but just watch, you know, around mm-hmm. you. And you're like, yo, check this out. Find it funny. Oh, uh, is he talking about you? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I'm gonna keep I, doing it. I love it. I love it. And, 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 oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, you're good. I'm just saying, like, I'm gonna still do it. <laughs> as we as we come to <laughs> as we come to a close to this episode, I really just want to take a moment, man, and just uh, just go ahead, man. Like, just you got anything uh, like what? Ah. Any final words? Hey, man, look. Don't let nobody control your emotions. Don't Giving people control of your emotions is like a serious, like the most power you can ever give somebody. Understand that there is only one of you in this world, and that's priceless. Nobody can ever put a price on that. Nobody can ever devalue that. If you allow somebody to devalue that, they're not actually doing that. That's you allowing yourself to feel less than what you know you're worth, which is priceless. Be you, be original, 
Chase your dreams and don't never let nobody stop you from being what you want to be in life because anything is possible. I started from nothing and I'm in a position where I have a platform and I have, you know, things going for me that, you know, I could only dream of as a kid. And now when I tell you it didn't happen overnight, it's, it's a grind. Have patience because good things will come to those who wait. And I'm the living proof of that. And uh, where, 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 where can we find you at? So right now I'm in Jacksonville. North Carolina, I'm on Camp Lejeune. No, social media, social media, social media. No, 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 I'm talking about that. Hey, hey, look, come see me. I'm on Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't, I ain't at the high from. I want people to come through. Holler at your boy, you know? Nah, come through. Holler at your boy. I'm out here. But on social media, you can find me at Shane Official underscore on Instagram and Facebook. You can, not Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. Don't go add me on Facebook because I ain't going to add you back. That's for my family, my cousins, and my, my uncle, my uncle, uh, my uncle Michael. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at ShaneOfficial underscore. If you are in the Jacksonville area, in the North Carolina area, um, you can find me at the club called Hooligans. I'll be doing a lot of my stand-up shows, a lot of events that I'll be sponsoring and standing behind. So every Saturday night, if you want to come through, you're in Jacksonville. You can find me at Hooligans. That's where you'll find me at, man. It's going to be a lot of dope stuff going down. Um, They got Young Blue coming through. They got Anna Marie coming through. Yeah. Uh, Just, hey, every Saturday night, you come through, you won't miss a single event. We'll be there. I like that, man. Hey, I, hey, hey, hey I, I might just pull up. I, I might just pull up then. Hey, pull up. Hey, I might just pull up, man. Like, hey, I'm, I'm going to pull up. And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoyed making it. Stay tuned Mondays and Fridays. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Meech Speaks. Once again, that's Meech Speaks. Meech is spelled M-E-E-C-H. Don't forget to share this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, follow this podcast, pass this podcast to somebody because this podcast was dedicated to helping everyone become a better version of themselves, even though I don't know what that type of version is. I just know that you can be better. Lastly, don't forget to grab your copy of The Extraordinary Thought from the Ordinary Mind available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. I think there's an electrical copy. You know what it is. Stay hungry. Stay motivated. I'm out.